0: Is investing in HMOs dead? Let's talk about that right now. Hello, my name is Mark Fitzgerald and it's fantastic to have you joining me here at The Property Unleashed. So is investing in HMOs dead in 2023? With utilities going up through the roof, interest rates ever rising, and of course the cost of living hitting everybody. Are HMOs still a good investment if you're looking at getting into property, if you're looking at getting into rent to rent or anything like that? And I'm here to tell you now that the HMO market is still alive and is still flourishing, okay? But not everybody's known about them in those times. So when my sister was at college or university, she used to stay in house shares with her friends, but they weren't called HMOs. They were just called house shares, just sharing a house with my friend. But we have our own individual bedrooms. We share the communal areas. You can share the toilets. You can share the kitchens. You can share a living room and living space and, of course, stuff like that. But they have evolved particularly, I would say, over the last 15 years. So a lot of people still think that you can get yourself a four-bed house, potentially with two reception rooms downstairs, chuck a bed in it, and all of a sudden that's a bedroom. You can do that, but you do have to check, obviously, your local planning. You do have to check with your local councils for such things as Article 4, which also means that if you have over three different people living in a property, Uh, from different families, you may need an HMO license. So it's always worth checking these things if you are looking at that. But watch this channel and get more education on this sort of subject, okay? I won't cover that so much in this video. What I'm talking about here is our HMOs dead in the marketplace. Now, if you're standing still in anything and any business and listen You'll have heard me before, you'll have heard me say property needs to be set up like a business, as a business and run like a business as well, okay? And if you are setting yourself up as a business and you are running your property portfolio as a business, then you will be having to move with the times. You will be having to adapt to different circumstances, to different things happening in the marketplace. And if you're stood still, and you're not growing, then yes, you will get left behind. And yes, you could find that your HMOs are not going to make you as much money or any money for that matter as they maybe were five or ten years ago. And this is good for new savvy investors looking at getting into property Because there's a lot of old school landlords at the moment that will not put any money into their HMOs that still think the mismatched furniture and the poor, you know, decor of magnolia walls all over the place is good enough in today's market. And I'm here to tell you it's not good enough. Okay, when I started dealing with HMOs, it was a it was a case of you you dressed them nicely, you had feature walls, you would rent your your rooms all day long. And I'll tell you what, that hasn't really changed massively. But now you'd put yourself in the middle of the market, whereas before you used to be a little bit above everybody else who just had magnolia walls and mismatched furniture and things. Now you're probably at that level if you've just got feature walls, nicest furniture and a bit of dressing. What I say to you now is, why be at that level? The next level is, of course, co-living. It is high-end HMOs, but it doesn't have to cost you a fortune to do so. And you know what? If you spend a few quid on an HMO and just dress the rooms nicer, nicer fixtures and fittings, and really make a lifestyle out of the property... You can put your rents up to a premium and that the utility prices, the cost of living won't affect your profits. Okay, you will put yourself up there. So when I started out, as I say, we used to keep ourselves pretty much in the middle, maybe middle to higher end with feature walls, with with nice dressing and, you know, better spec properties. But what I have done over the last 18 months is I've started to improve those properties as well just by adding TVs, just by making sure that the lights and fixtures and fittings are better, that the the communal areas are really, really nice spaces to be able to sit there, to be able to sit at a breakfast bar or something like that with your laptop, with USB plugs, and make it a real nice environment. But along with that, and it hasn't cost a fortune to just put these things into place, we've been able to put our rents up, in some cases, by about 15%, but in most cases, between 8 to 10%, we put our rents up. With the worry initially, oh my Lord, I put rents up in my area, nobody else is doing so, will I still be able to let my rooms? The answer to that has been a resounding yes. So the price increases that I've had in my rent-to-rent portfolio and my rent-to-rent business has been controlled by putting rents up as well. But I don't just want to put rents up and see tenants leave good tenants because they're not getting anything in exchange What we have done is we've made sure we've made the properties nice and then we put the rents up and said, because we've made the properties nice, obviously this is a better place to live and it attracts better clientele. It attracts better tenants as well. So if you're looking at local social housing, then just keep them with the feature walls, nice furniture and everything like that. But if you are looking to stay ahead of the market to maximise your profits with your HMOs and not have to worry about utilities and the uprising of cost of living, then you want to be doing that. Now, also to that, we have brought into the properties some technology that helps us better manage and monitor such things like the heating in the properties. So we have USB valves on all of our radiators that regulate and monitor how warm certain rooms are. What you'll normally find is the downstairs rooms can be a lot warmer than the rooms upstairs, depending on the houses and the insulation and everything like that. So we can now monitor each and every valve in the properties and make sure that it stays a constant, nice, livable heat for our clients, for our tenants. 600 quid is all it costs to do that, but it's saving me hundreds and hundreds of pounds a month on my gas bills, which is great. We also make sure that we have LED lights. We make sure that the communal area lights switch off after a certain time. Things cannot be left on. And we monitor that and we keep an eye on those things as well. So there are a lot of different ways that you can make an HMO cost-effective even now, but you have to move with the times. And that's really why I wanted to do this episode, this video, To get you out there to just say to you, don't be afraid of things, just become the expert in your field. So, a lot of people will now be saying, HMOs don't work, not doing HMOs anymore, and they're not making me any money. Those are the people that are not moving with the times. And, you know, this will have happened five years ago, this will have happened 10 years ago, at different stages, at different times something's always looking to improve. So make sure you're always looking to improve in your property business as well. Never get left behind, okay? Always look to be the pioneer in your sector. Keep it cost-effective and make sure that the numbers do stack. But equally to that, don't be afraid to change, to be a trendsetter in your area. Put your rents up, make your properties extra special and do it as cost-effectively as possible. At the end of the day, this is a business. But if you do want more, i.e. you want more profits, you want higher rents, make sure you're willing to give something back as well. And people say to me on rent to rent, I don't want to pay for massive refurbs. And I say you shouldn't. If you're doing a rent to rent strategy, ask the landlord to put a level of investment into the property. But equally to that, if you've already got properties and your profits are now being cut down, look for ways. I teach my students how to do this when they get their properties to make them as cost effective as possible. Make sure you know these tips and tricks. And if you're living and breathing and doing it like I am, then I can show people how to do this. We have the Rent to Rent Business Builder Program, which once you're in, you're in at the end of the day. You get all the training and everything that you need. But visit thepropertyunleashed.com anyway, because I offer you free tools and resources there, free guides to help you make sure that you're maximizing your profits, that you're making sure that your property business is as profitable as it should be. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe, like, share, leave a comment, and I'll see you in the next episode. You take care and bye for now.